everyone. Welcome to another episode of uh, Burnt Offerings Podcast. Uh, I'm Jared. That's Steve. How's it going? Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't know. I know I haven't been up to much. Same here, man. We did, uh, what was it, last weekend we did? Two weeks. Two weeks? Damn, that was two weeks ago? Yeah, Grindfest was last Saturday. That's what I meant. Yeah, last weekend we did Grindfest. Yeah. And uh, I think that was pretty much, I mean, all we did. All I did. That's all I did, too. Right. <laughs> um, but, uh... Grindfest was fun. Yes, it was. I remember going from not drunk to drunk in, like, a matter of a band. I was right there with you. We were drinking <laughs> Black Label. And uh, I just remember it being really hot and drunk in a lot of really good bands. Yeah. Um, that was a really good lineup for this one. Yeah. Um, we seen... Well, you want to name off a few of them? Uh, let's see. I, uh, let's see how many I can get. We had uh, uh, LDT and Gooch were on tour from Cali. Then there was Misanthropic Noise from Connecticut. And there was Nakai, Couple Skate, Sophia Cartery, um, Putrid Liquid, Putrid Liquid, from Ohio, um, Girth, Lieutenant Dan. Shit life. Shit life. Uh, Couple skate. I already said those guys. Okay. Grim job. Grim job. Yeah. Um, fuck else. Nakai. I already said those guys. Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know. There was a bunch. There was a bunch, and it was put on by Kirby, so everything ran smooth as silk. And yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, that's pretty much that. It's the first time. Uh, seeing most of those bands for me i'm kind of new to the grind mints kind of thing but yeah I, you know it's, shit's killer dude <laughs> i love it um really good hangs with johnny from sakuzu i vaguely remember some of that we were talking about he picked up a cassette tape an old sepultura cassette tape he Actually, he just liked my podcast post. Thank you for that, Johnny. <laughs> Skateboard pizza. Um, it was on the original record label. It was uh, Bastille Devastation. And it was a split with another band. Yeah, I don't know if it's from Brazil. If it's an imported cassette tape, but he has it now. That's pissed. Yeah, it's fucking awesome, dude. And we were talking about Old Slayer and fucking awesome. And he's going to hook me up with a tape and a shirt. <laughs> Just because I've been asking, so <laughs> pretty pumped about that. Um, you finally get it. <clears throat> yeah, he asked me it. my shirt size, and yep, I was like, "Cool, man," because I fucking love Sakuzu. We all know that. Really good hangs with Zach and Chris from Shit Life. Yeah, um, they gave me some craft beers that put me on my ass. <clears throat> Thank you for that. That was like the end of the night too, wasn't it? It was. We ran out of Black Label and. I drank like this vanilla bean craft beer and this uh, oatmeal cream pie, mm -hmm. which was really good, but they were really strong and uh, put me on my ass, man. But it was fun. It was a good time. A lot of good people. Yeah, it was a blast. Yeah, it was. Um, a couple bands that I was really stoked to see. A couple Skate for sure. I fucking love that band. Uh, Sulfuric Cautery. Those dudes are fucking awesome. Yeah. And um, as always, Lieutenant Dan and shit life. Just, and, and I got to see Girth. Finally got I, to see Girth. Finally got to see Girth. Kirby, you fucking rule, man. He also did vocals for Gooch. Gooch. Yep. Those dudes were fucking awesome too, man. So um, that's the big thing that Jared and I have done recently was Grindfest. Yeah, I really haven't done any small things in between. You know, it's like in Michigan here, the weather has been so hot. Yeah, fuck, I, I'm, I'm October dreaming. Yeah, me too, man. I can't wait. It's such a summer's day. I'm already over it. <laughs> um, I come home and sit in the air conditioning with my cats. Yes, and beat Double Dragon and Friday the Thirteenth every day. It's what I do. I come home. That's what I do, and eat some type of horrible food for you <laughs> be it taco bell or tubbies or something but yeah i've been trying to get back into shape so i've been coming home and sweating my ass off 
mm-hmm. and uh, feeling like I want to die afterwards, and then just going to sleep. I bet. And then I just wake up sore as fuck, and I gotta go to work. Yeah. Well, it, it'll pay off. <laughs> it's worth it. Eventually, it eventually it'll be worth it. Yep. And I, I get was, back. I was really intrigued by the uh, vegetables that you have in the fridge. Yeah. Those mushrooms look delicious. Yeah. I could eat those whole, just so good. Yeah. Are they Bella's? Yeah. Oh fucking a. Yeah, I love mushrooms, man. <laughs> it's like my thing, dude. Is mushrooms raw? Just rinse them off, and there you go. Mushrooms and green peppers. Mm-hmm. That's my thing. That's what we like on our pizza. Yeah. That's what we get the most of. If it's not cheese with Cajun crust, it's mushrooms and green peppers. <laughs> That's how we roll. But, um, yeah, other than that, um, I don't know. Uh, I've been kind of listening to a mix of different stuff. Uh, Jared showed me a band called uh, Severed Head of State. Mm-hmm. It's a punk band. They're uh, hardcore punk out of Texas. Yes. Yes. Um, super dark. Fucking, they hate God. Uh, Dude, that Anthemia Device album. Oh, now you got it. Yeah, now I remember the name. Okay, fucking that album. It's that's the first thing I heard by them. And yeah, that is probably the most like anti-Christian punk album Mm -hmm. I think I've ever really heard. Yeah, and it's uh, it's got enough energy and it's got enough oomph behind it. Do it's so effective, you yeah. know. It's like they mean that they mean that shit. Like there's no frills. It's you know. And then the album closes with fucking nails being hammered into wood. Yeah. With a sledge, like a mini sledge or a mallet or something. Well, the fucking uh, what's the last song called? It's called Hammering the Nails. Hammering the Nails. I am the one hammering the yeah. nails. It's me who hammers the nails. It's, it's like me. the fucking it's chorus me. of the song, and it ends just fucking just like mallets driving nails into fucking wood yeah and it's so effective it is it is it really paints a mental picture um i've been jamming those guys and then they're uh, no love lost yeah the no love lost fucking seven inches pissed yeah it's good it's really good i've been jamming them um i don't know if i mentioned this on the last podcast but bongzilla i think i did still i'm, I'm still listening to bongzilla still rocking that yeah i it's it, I don't know why they haven't put out any new material in like ten years, <clears throat> but those two albums or three albums that they put out just just killer. It's it's good. And then with that comes like Dope Throne from Mont Sludge, kind of a stoner doom band. Those guys are filthy, man. I finally got around to listening to their uh, latest EP. Yeah, <clears throat> it's really good, man. It's really heavy, super dark. Before that, the only thing I heard uh, that was recent from those guys was uh, the split they did with Fister. It was called okay. the last thing you'll ever hear, and uh, the Fister side of that was absolutely killer. And then the Dope Throne side was eh. it was an EP that that followed that was really good. So I've been jamming that. Um, what have you been listening to, man? Um. Jamming a lot of Hell Nation lately. Yeah, those dudes are awesome. And it's kind of started because I'm starting to pick up my guitar again. Itching to be in a band again. Finally. So, uh, more than likely, Barabbas is going to come back and I'm probably going to start another project. But I picked up my guitar <laughs> and started playing shit and I was basically it was just sounding just like Hell Nation riffs. Cool. Which got me wanting to listen to Hell Nation. So, mm-hmm. I've just been, I got the majority of their LPs, I have none of their seven inches and they got a good handful of them. Well, yeah, I just fucking put that on. Um, what the fuck else have been listening to? Um, a lot of Crickshog, which I know I talked about in the past mm-hmm. on here. Um, actually, you mentioned Severed Head State. I was listening to those members' other band called uh, World Burns to Death. And uh, I want to say it's their first album. I can't remember if it's their first, but I want to say it's their first album called Sucking in the Misslecock amazing album if you like seven out of state i think you'd like world burns to death okay it's up it's the same vein it's just not so like uh anti-god okay um but just fucking killer hardcore punk yeah yeah um what else then i go in my spurts you know i throughout the day i'll still throw on like diamond head and angel witch always you can't can't go wrong dude yeah it's Turismo, actually. I was in a lot of those guys. Okay. 
Um, Japanese band? The, ba- the band that I've showed you before that you've been all about. Yeah. Japanese band sings in Italian. Yes. Yeah. The Bomb Blast. Yeah. Fucking just, bass. Yeah, the bass on that fucking one album just is crushing. Yeah. Just killer, dude. I was in a fucking drunken haze when you showed me that band, and man, they're they're really good. But uh, that might be my new niche is like real hardcore punk because I'm 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 liking a lot of the stuff that I've been that you've been showing me. You know, aside from the grind stuff I've been listening to, PLF was another band that I've been listening to. So good. Yeah, PLF is fucking pissed, dude. Just just killer. Um, just fucking that's like just crushing thrashy grind. Yeah, a little bit of death metal in mm-hmm. there but not like you know what i mean overbearing yeah i think it all actually kind of depends on which album you listen to by them i kind of figured that it's almost like the shit life thing yeah. where it's like what they're listening to is what comes out you know um i can't think of the name of the album that i listened to front to back yesterday but because their album titles are so long but it was uh it's killer it was it's it's good oh yeah and um you know, it's in the vein for me, like of like phobia, and like insect warfare, where it's like a pissed off insect warfare. Okay, isn't and uh, where are they from? Texas? Texas. Yeah, like Austin. Okay. Yeah. Gulf Coast area. I don't know if it's actually Austin. I have no idea the demo. Uh, I don't know the layout of Texas. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> one day we'll go down there for one of those fucking fests, <coughs> right? That they have, where there's like 300 bands. Yeah, but um, have they put anything new out? Insect Warfare. They broke up. They were broke up for a while, and um, it's funny because the guitar player. I read an interview with him. It was like around the time where they they broke up, and he said how he doesn't want to be known as the guitar player from Insect Warfare. He just wants to be that guy who works at a record store. Yada yada yada. He's like, I don't even wear band shirts anymore because I don't want people to even like ask me about shit he's like I just wear blank shirts and that's what I remember him saying all that he kind of came across sounding like a dick what so he's like embarrassed that he was in insect warfare he just no he just doesn't want to be he doesn't want to be known for it he, he just wants to be just the normal like this was back this was years ago he just wanted to be known as just he's, he's just the normal dude he just works at a record store hmm. but yeah they ended up doing a reunion for this past Maryland Death Fest I think it was they played okay and then people were kind of talking shit on reunions and how they're probably just just a fucking money grab. Mm. And what's gonna what's supposed to be just a fucking one-off reunion is probably going to be ended up doing them a tour and then probably going to release something else mm-hmm. and then calling it quits again after that just because they wanted to go for the money grab. Fucking see. Didn't Magruder Grind kind of do that? No idea. I never followed that band. <laughs> Thought they did. Money grab. Well, I know they did the whole, like, I think they one of their albums were put out by Scion. Yes. During that whole thing. Like two years ago or probably, something? Probably like three or four years ago. Yeah. The whole Scion like thing was going on, and they were trying to fucking put out grind grind bands. and. Didn't they have, like, the uh, hipster haircuts and stuff, too? Yeah, they had the fucking, like, the new school Hitler haircuts. Yeah, yeah, because I remember Cody just thrashing the shit shit out of that band dude those cody and a couple of those other dudes would fucking troll the magruder grind page mm-hmm. tag him and everything the one kid will the fuck was it about he, he commented on something on the magruder grind page and it was enough that one of the dudes from magruder grind inboxed him and they got into an argument that way really <laughs> but i guess like he said they eventually like worked everything out now they're cool Jeez. <laughs> but like dude when a band like they don't just like ignore you they actually inbox you to be like dude what the fuck right well Cody he'll tag he, dude he tags John Cena <laughs> in the most random shit it'll be like a thing about fidget spinners and he'll be like tag John Cena <laughs> it's like where are we at dude but yeah Cody's on his own plane he is he is <laughs> he's uh he's good people though man um it's pretty funny actually but uh yeah uh that 
a couple bands I've been listening to. Yeah, um, that's pretty much all all I've ever done. Uh, I think uh, see some movies that I've watched recently. I actually popped in a VHS of Mr. Bean yesterday. It's amazing. Yeah, he texted me. I'm watching Mr. Bean. What's up? <laughs> I was bored. And I'm <laughs> I wasn't sure. I was trying to think. Like, is he watching the movie or is he watching the old episodes? I knew you were going to be confused about that because the movie sucked. <sighs> I like parts of the movie. Yeah, I did not like the movie. Well, I mean, compared to the show, no. The show is amazing. But there's parts of the movie that actually had me laughing. But it's one of those things where it had me laughing the first time I saw it. I just, within the past like year, popped that movie in again. Because I don't own any of the episodes of Mr. Bean. I just have that movie. Mm-hmm. And those scenes don't make me laugh as much. They're just more of a chuckle now. Gotcha. But the part in the movie, have you, okay, you've seen the movie. It's, dude. So do you remember the part where, like, it's been... he shows him the painting and he tried to fix it? And he just has the cartoon drawing of the face? No, I don't even remember that, man. Dude, well, he shows the guy, and he, like, flips out. That scene where he flips out for, like, that, like, 30 seconds was pure gold when I first saw it. I loved it. And now it's just kind of like, eh. Yeah. That'd be a sick name for a uh, grind band, dude. Rowan Atkinson. <laughs> Rowan Atkinson. <laughs> be fucking awesome. You know what's funny, though? That um, VHS I got, I got it thrifting. Mm-hmm. And... Every episode on that VHS are the ones I remember the most. It's almost like... Is it the New Year's one where he's painting his apartment and he sets the bomb timer? No, no. This one has all of my favorite. It just so happens, like, the ones I remember the most. It has the one where he's in church and he's trying to eat the cough drop. Okay, yep. It has the one where he's... um, Taking the test in college. I don't know if I've seen that. And he pulls out like 14 pens because the and he's like trying to show up the guy next to him. Oh, dude, gold. And then the one where he goes into a fancy restaurant, but he only has like a dollar fifty, and they give him like a raw piece of meat. (laughs) Oh, dude, it's great. And then the last one was uh, uh, I'm trying to think. It was another good one though. And he always rear-ends that car. I don't know if you remember the episodes, but he puts that poor car through hell, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, I watched Mr. Bean yesterday, and I have a bunch of random VHS tapes that I picked up thrifting when I first got into it, you know, like that. Yeah. Some, like, MTV oddities and shit that I'll throw in. Even some real-world yeah. shit from, like, 98. <laughs> I just, I'm like, cool, okay. You know, and now that I don't have cable or internet... It's just going through a sea of VHS and just watching random shit when I come home. Because <laughs> I've watched all my horror movies fucking eight times over, you know? So yeah. it's like, oh, let's grab, like, you know, whatever, Cobra. Or- grab ever. No, no, Cobra rules. Yeah, we actually watched it pretty drunk at my house after the last podcast. Yep. <sighs> Which in, 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 certain, in a certain light, it's a slasher movie. It could be. Like yeah. you could definitely cut that in a way mm-hmm. where it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's almost like that, but it's one of Stallone's most pissed off movies. That's always a good grab. So is Lockup. Yeah. I always I it's it's what I do. Over the top. I mean, it goes on and on. <laughs> but uh I watched Mr. Bean. Um I watched let's see, The Exorcist the other day. Um, the Hills Have Eyes, the original from '77. Uh, what else have I been watching? I don't know. I think that's it. Well, and uh, I've been throwing in Friday the Thirteenth movies and Nightmare on Elm Street movies, just because I go through because I've seen them so many times that I don't watch them. That now I'm actually popping them in and watching them just because I'm. I'm bored. If actually, it's actually been a while since I put in a movie from either. Of in part six, recently, and then Nightmare on Elm Street two and part five. I'm pretty sure, and then Halloween five, The Cookie Woman. <laughs> I popped that in the other day. <laughs> Dude, one day I'm actually going to do that poster I was talking about. The Cookie Woman. Yeah. Oh, good. yeah. It's it's rough. It's rough. <laughs> but um, also, you know, I watched Halloween 2 and uh, hopped on the Wikipedia page mm-hmm. to see what it grossed and what the budget was, and it's kind of a thing I do. Did you know that there was murders 
that were inspired by that movie, Real Life Murders. That's the first I heard of that. Okay, they're called the Halloween 2 Murders, and there was a guy that went and seen Halloween 2. I, his name I'm blanking on. He went and seen Halloween 2 in the theater, and he was on PCP. It's a true story. And he was drunk. Well, in the scene in the beginning, when uh, Michael Myers gets the knife from the old couple, mm-hmm. he went into a house with a... Um, like a meat cleaver or a butcher knife or some something and, and murdered two old elderly people and I think two other people and they finally found him you know eventually they caught him and he tried playing it off like he was inspired by Halloween too and uh, that that town I guess banned that movie from being played on TV or in any theaters after that happened so yeah that was kind of a little holy shit fun little nugget that i found yeah the halloween two murders yeah i can't remember the guy's name but he stabbed he I, it's, I, the number might be off but i i thought i read 47 times he stabbed these people like 47 fucking times like just went haywire on them and damn yeah pretty brutal murders yeah inspired by halloween two and uh, angel dust so, fun. hey, why not? <laughs> I mean, why not me? Yeah, yeah. The jury was like, mm. <laughs> nope. They sentenced them to death. Yeah, they did. <coughs> I think he tried getting off on the whole like, well, I was on drugs and the movie made me do it, and they were like, no, no, you're getting the chair. So, kind of wonder how much of it was the movie. And how much of that was just him trying to use the movie to get a lighter sentence? I mean, why? what else would possess somebody to do something like that? You know what I mean? Dude, people kill people all the time. They do. Without movies being True. involved. Yeah, yeah. But um, apparently he was, he was on some kind of hard drugs and that was it. So... But yeah, those are a few of the movies I've been watching. Uh, you been watching anything lately? Or? Um, not much. Uh, Johnny was over here last week. Yeah, last week. He basically came over to take a nap because <laughs> I'm over and he's like, "Yeah, you want to throw in a movie?" I'm like, "Yeah, go pick one out, whatever." Goes upstairs, comes back down with children shouldn't play with dead things. Nap time for sure. Yeah, I stayed up, watched the whole thing, but he's like laying on the floor, and he was like making comments and whatever and then all of a sudden he's not and he lifts his head up and I'm like you fall asleep he's like no why did it sound like I did and I'm like well that's kind of a dead giveaway that you did <laughs> yeah and he rolls back over then he gets up again at the end of the movie like wiping drool off his lip I'm like yeah he fell asleep oh for sure yeah jeez but yeah that movie's not a not really an, uh, doesn't keep your attention no I was going to say that between that or Zombie Lake or... Yeah. That one, it's like the last third of the movie is when anything actually fucking happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a slow burn, dude. Yeah. You know, even as awesome as the movie is, House of the Devil, you could fall asleep too. See, with that one, I feel... I mean, maybe I, I view it differently, but I feel like even though it is kind of a slow goat getting into it, mm-hmm. there's enough buildup that you know it's going towards something true i mean not the first you're not going to fall asleep the first time you see it i'm just talking like well like you and i have seen it a hundred times you can pop that in and it's got a quiet undertone to it you can just kind of relax and maybe fall asleep like the first half until the gunshot and then you wake up abruptly and you're like what the fuck just happened (laughs) But, but yeah there's no uh Children shouldn't play with dead things. There's no build-up. There's just... No. You don't know what the fuck you're watching. You're watching this guy who's the director just, I don't even know, telling fucking stories. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty rough. I'm trying to think of another movie that's like that that's pretty rough to uh, sit through. Oh, Exorcist 2. Oh, yeah. Good God. If you can't fall asleep during Exorcist 2, something's wrong, man. <laughs> I almost need to be, like, drugged to watch that movie. Like, <laughs> it's a natural sedation. 
just the plot and everything. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's Killian for everyone that doesn't know. <laughs> he's on the trail. Yeah, he's... <clears throat> he sees something. I don't know. What else? I really haven't watched much else. Um, watch Karate Kid. Does that count? The first one? That counts, yeah. Okay. They're all good. I don't care what anyone's... I almost threw in the third one the other day. Almost. I like the third one. Yeah, me too. Now, you don't. You never see it on fucking TV. No. Because I don't own any of them, so I only see them when they come on TV. And they hardly ever show three. Yeah, never. The second one's my favorite, though. Yeah? I like the second one better than the first one. I like the second one better than the third one. The next Karate Kid can kiss my ass. <laughs> That's a fucking joke. <laughs> okay. And I haven't seen the remake with uh, Jackie Chan, Jackie Chan. And, uh, Will Smith's kid. Yeah, I haven't seen that yet. Is that Will Smith's kid? <clears throat> yeah. Okay. I can't think of uh, the name. Jaden Smith? Jaden Pekin? Yeah, Jaden Pekin. Like Smith? Yeah, I don't Some. know. Haven't seen it. Um, kind of goes with all the other remakes. I don't care to see it. The original yeah, Karate Kid is just fucking awesome. The only thing I will say is there is no way in hell Daniel would ever win that fight against Johnny or probably any of the Cobra Kai dudes. No. Okay, I will say this. There is a way that Daniel would beat Johnny and the Cobra Kai guys. There is no fucking way that he could beat Mike Barnes. I'm (coughs) sorry, he was way too much of a badass. He yeah. was way too much of a badass, and he was too good of a fighter. There's just no way. Yeah, because even by the third one, Daniel was still like this kid who learned a couple of things from Mr. Miyagi, but wasn't like a trained like fighter type of thing. Barnes was. Oh, dude. And he knew it. Yeah, there's no, there's no fucking way. <laughs> it's like every single movie, Daniel has doubt. Mike Barnes had no doubt. He'll straight kick you in the face. He kicked his girlfriend, dude. <laughs> he broke a bonsai tree. Like he he did not he didn't fucking care. <laughs> Daniel, I need your fucking title. Like, period, you know? So I mean, I actually think that when I when I first seen the Karate Kid 3 when I was a kid, he scared me. I was like, dude, I'm so glad there's not a kid like that that goes to my school. <laughs> I'm I'm not even kidding, dude. I'm not even making that up for the podcast. I'm serious. I was like, dude, if I ever had to go to school with a kid like that, oh, Mr. Silva, the quick Silva method. Fuck yeah. And uh, John Kreese. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's supposed to be dead. Mm Mm-hmm. Then he just pops up out of nowhere. That fucking scene in the dojo and all the lights are off and he pops out behind the cutout of himself, I think. (laughs) He does. He does. There's a cutout of him like that. And he just fucking steps to the side and it's just like, it was a holy shit moment. Like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. Then fucking uh, Silva, Silver, whatever the fuck his name is, fighting Mr. Miyagi in that same scene. Starts doing all stupid fucking sounds. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, Miyagi gets them though. Yeah, and he makes the same sounds. He, he, Mr. Miyagi actually fucks up Silva. Mm-hmm. He really does. He like mops him up, and then he's whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I love the third one, man. But the second one, and I always wanted to own one of those rattle things. Yeah, the drum, like little handheld drum. What the fuck was I? It was when I was a kid, younger. It was like after that movie came out, I was somewhere and they had those. Mm-hmm. What the fuck was I though? I can't remember. Always wanted that bandana too. My cousin had it. Did he? He was uh he used to play hockey, he was a goalie and he'd wear it under his goalie helmet. Yeah, that's awesome. I remember seeing them in stores. But they were expensive, I think, if I remember correctly. You'd probably find them like cheap as shit. Mm-hmm. Go on like Amazon or something. Yeah. I don't know, in in the karate kid game for Nintendo. Like what, four levels? Three levels? Like that? Yeah, whenever the hurricane hits, yeah. the game gets impossible. And then uh, you beat it, and the end screen is just Mr. Miyagi saying, like, good job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's no fucking it. It's almost as bad as uh, the payoff for Friday the 13th. Like, is he dead? We're not telling. The end. Like, thanks. I just went through hell and back. <laughs> but, um... That's cool that you watched The Karate Kid, man. Um, yeah. That's always a good bet. I want to say that's all I've really watched. 
Really? Uh. Yeah, I've watched, um, well, since the last podcast, I think I've thrown in Nightmare City. I watched that. Uh, well, I watched the New York Ripper, but we'll get into that. Yeah. Is this something about watching Fulci films? On mute and listening to Acid Rich. It's like a thing I do. Pretty <laughs> cool. I did that the other day. Listened to the Stone album. Hell yeah. And watched uh, New York Ripper. New album, hopefully this October. Can't wait. It was supposed to be last October. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they were uh, had high hopes that they wanted to get that out by last October. Because mm-hmm. I remember talking to him, talking to Mike at a show, and he was like, yeah. We gotta get him to get it. We gotta get it to him in four weeks to have it out by October. And I was like, "So is it done yet?" He's like, "We're still writing songs, and we have a couple of, like rough tracks." And I'm like, "This is not happening, guys." <laughs> like, there's no way. There was like a dispute over the cover too. The um, artwork. Yeah, like uh, one of them came up with the artwork. Other members vetoed the artwork. Yeah. Which I feel, because it wasn't, I think it was Dave that came up with the idea and he did it, because whatever. Because Dave also, I mean, he does all his own, all his own stuff. So they're up, him and Tim are both fucking phenomenal artists. Mm-hmm. But all the Acid Witch stuff has always been Tim. So I kind of feel they just need to let Tim do it. I agree. <laughs> Come up with a, a general consensus on the idea and just let Tim do it. Yeah. He's done fucking every Acid Witch. Well, except for there's the uh, Midnight Mass had two different covers, and they were both done by different artists. Like, nobody okay. in the band. But other than that, everything else was Tim. So just let Tim fucking do it. But yeah, this October, I want to say they're saying it's going to be out. I hope so. Because I know that that song is amazing, the new song they played Maniac live. Mansion? Yes. Yeah. Mutilation Mansion. Is it Mutilation Mansion? Maniac Mansion was a Nintendo game. Maybe that's why I keep thinking it's Maniac Mansion. <laughs> Mutilation <laughs> Mansion, yeah. Pretty cool. Um, if, I, if I remember correctly, it's the kids going trick-or-treating in Detroit, and the one house that they're not supposed to go to, they go to, and they get caught up in the Mutilation Mansion. Yes. Pretty cool. It's a whole story. There's a whole, like imagery and everything just fucking rules and the music itself is just awesome so um can't wait for that new acid which is always a good thing yeah you know what i mean oh definitely definitely fucking um another thing uh, we heard some new haggis today yeah yeah it's pretty killer they did a three-way split this time around this is you actually uh you know more about this than i do yeah well, I've been getting into it, so you know, you know how I, I obsess, um, and I really like haggis. They're killer. Yeah, they're fucking awesome, man. Um, but they did a three-way split. Uh, never heard of the other two bands. I yeah, I'm gonna have to look up to see even who it is with. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, but the haggis uh, stuff was really good. Uh, maybe I can tell you. Oh, it's with Excrements and Noma. Okay. Three-way split. And it was recorded in Lima, Ohio by Trashy. He actually he recorded uh, the Lincoln demo. Did he? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, he gets around, man. He's got his hands in a lot of stuff, man. He's the fucking master of the four-track, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Solid dude, too, man. Killer drummer, killer bass player, killer guitar player. Yeah. Apparently, he can record like a son of a bitch, too. Yeah. And he has a food truck. And has a food truck. Him and Whitney, his girlfriend. Feel good falafel. So if you're ever down in Lima, legit, find that place. Feel good falafel. Yes. I want to try it. I've been debating just driving down there on my day off. Like during the weeks, I have Wednesdays off. Mm-hmm. I've been debating just dry- taking a ride down there. It's what? Like two hours away. Two hours? Yeah. Worth it? I'd do it. Yeah. Support friends? Yep. He should bring it up here, though. It'd be killer. <laughs> bring it up here for a grind fest. Feed everybody. 
That'd be killer, yeah. But uh, at the show, the the show tonight is down at the leather shop. It's uh, Gooch LDT, Sphere Cartery, Wet Brains. I think Couple Skate too. Mm-hmm. They're having a what the fuck is it? A a liquor liquor frosty bar, liquor milkshake bar, liquor something bar. Really? They're gonna make fucking ice drinks and liquor. Oh wow! Having set up at the show. I'm like, man. And now Ryan from uh, Couple Skate, he's not really a big drinker, yeah. I mean, does he drink? Yeah, he drinks. Yeah, he fucking drinks. Does he? Yeah. Because he had he was he was slamming water. I think that was what was in the big, the huge goal. Probably was. Well, I mean, fuck there. I seen him about to play. He probably should. Yeah, I seen him with one PBR the whole night. Yeah, he drinks, dude. He just took a fucking picture with like four four locos. He did. <laughs> he did. He was gonna jam Slipknot until three in the morning. And light light uh, his wife's deck furniture on fire. <laughs> Ryan's pretty good with somebody who'll post a meme, and if he can recreate that meme in a way, he'll do it. Which somebody posted a meme of a can of four loco, and it said, "Hey, light your na- light your wife's deck furniture on fire and blast Slipknot." So he posted that picture like five fucking things of four loco, and he says, "I guess I'm gonna listen to Slipknot and burn my wife's deck furniture." Yeah. Uh, apparently, they can still get that down there. We can get it up here. I haven't seen it. It's Maybe just they I don't have the caffeine in it, so what the fuck's the point? Oh, that's true. That's the way I look at it. I mean, I drank the shit out of it when it still had caffeine. Yeah. That'll get you... I used to there. go to parties with two, either four locals or juice, and two 40s. And so many walking blackouts. I can imagine. Four locos, no joke, dude. I remember coming back from uh, my buddy Dave used to live out here, and he was not too far away, especially if you cut the tracks. But the train tracks by my house, it's a very frequent run for Amtrak. Mm-hmm. And I remember walking back from his apartment at like three in the morning, halfway blacked out, and I decided to cut the train tracks as a shortcut, which it is, but you got to walk it for a little bit. I just remember getting home, woke up the next morning, like, not really remembering getting home, but just remembering, like, bits and pieces of me walking on the train tracks. <laughs> I'm like, man, that would have sucked if fucking Amtrak came through. Hopefully I would have been, like, <laughs> yeah, with it enough to jump out of the way. <laughs> you always got to watch out for the guy with the Groucho mask, too. <laughs> In the blade. Right? We see Jamie Lee Curtis run. Um... That was a killer movie too, Ter- Terror Train. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, we'll probably talk about that one eventually. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, that would be in our future. Maybe we can do a Jamie Lee Curtis episode. We could do a Jamie Lee Curtis episode. You know, she was in enough of those movies. Talk about how she stole the part away. F- I mean, um, Prom Night. Yes. She wasn't even supposed to be fucking in that movie. They already had the lead cast. And then she, like, made, like, oh, I want to be in it. So they fucking dumped the person they had cast for Jamie Lee Curtis. Made her the star. Yeah. Yeah. Because she was in Halloween. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Man, she was hot in that movie. Holy shit. Out of all the movies that she was in, she was the hottest in prom night. I just, I gotta say, everyone's gonna say true lies. <laughs> That's bullshit. She was hot in prom night, man. At the end when she was doing those sick disco moves. I was in love, dude. <laughs> Seriously. She's just And she had some pretty swift moves too. But um She had some she had some moves and fucking true lies. She did. <laughs> she did. But yeah, I don't know, man. Prom night. Dig it. And uh terror train. And whatever else she's been in besides Halloween. She's been in a bunch of stuff, but... Yeah, she was in uh, My Girl. Was she in My Girl? Dan Aykroyd. I've seen that movie once. Oh. That's the one with uh, Colin Culkin. He gets stung by the bee and dies. I'm pretty sure she's the mom. She might be the mom. Or the stepmom. Possibly. I've only seen the movie once. Okay. Well, do you like seafood? (coughs) (laughs) Do you like seafood? I just remember that when I was a kid. Yeah, you like seafood, and she sticks her tongue out when she's eating. Yeah, <laughs> pretty sad though. Macaulay Culkin dies in a yeah 
He's, he's stung by a bee. He's allergic to bees, and he uh, tries to find the mood ring to give to her that he lost, and there was a beehive, and he got stung, like, multiple times and died. Okay. Yeah. It was really sad. All right. The well. second one can kiss my ass. That movie's terrible. But the first <laughs> one, My Girl, rules. I'll take your word on it. Yeah, def- do, because I know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, other than that... um. I think I've acquired a new cat. I don't know if I told everybody that. But everyone knows Chandler. Chandler rules. I now have Tin Man. Haven't talked to Kelsey yet. But as far as I know, through the grapevine, I think I think he's going to become my cat. He probably should. I think he's going to. He's like 60% mine right now just because he's, you know. But he rules. Tin Man rules. So I'm up to two cats now. Hell yeah. I'm definitely a cat, dude. Um, oh, fuck. Do you want to get into this? Yeah, let's do it, man. Kind of worked out. We were going to talk about New York Ripper, which is what we were about to talk about. But it's also today is Fulci's birthday. Happy birthday, Fulci. So, uh, the late great. Yeah. So, I mean, it just kind of makes sense. This is a movie I fucking love. This movie. This is honestly one of my top movies. And why is that? I love how fucking sleazy it is. Hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Love it. If you follow us on Instagram, Burnt Offerings Podcast. Burnt Offerings underscore podcast on Instagram. Yes. You will have seen one of the sleazier pictures from the movie. And I picked it for that purpose. I know you did. Right down your alley. Absolutely. <laughs> And uh, I don't know. It it's definitely got a Jallo feel to it, man. Yeah, it really does. It really does. Um, and it's it's Italian as shit. Yeah, it's so Italian. You know the, the way it was shot, the feel, the the, um, the atmosphere, score. everything about it. The score, yeah, just killer. And I love that it's in the it's in the big city. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's great. Fulci liked fucking filming in New York. Did he? Well, I mean, he did uh, Beginning of Zombie. Okay. In New York. Okay. Um, I want to say I read he actually liked when he could filming in New York. But this one was like, you know, had the city feel to it the whole time. Oh, movie. definitely. You know what I mean? It was like he almost wanted to focus on the, the, the filth. Of that whole like Forty Second Street fucking vibe to it. Yeah, dude. You know what I mean, and like how people are, and you know what I mean. They go into like the theater where the people are banging. Yeah. And the dudes at the bar, and just he wanted to like really showcase like how people are in the big city. You know what I mean. I, that's what I like about the movie. Yeah. And the, the first chick that gets killed. You don't see anything happen, but the way the fucking the guy explains it, you mean you don't you don't see it all. You see some of it, like you see like him like stabbing into her and yeah. lifting up. But I, there was a lot more that he did than that. Oh yeah. As far as the uh, what do they call that? Hmm. The guy that examined did the you body. Did the autopsy? Yeah. Um, medical examiner. Yeah. The. The way he the way he describes it is pretty brutal, but um, I don't know that I just the the first kill is killer because the chick's kind of hot. Yeah. Well, I mean, fucking, pretty much every chick in this movie is. I I agree with that. Yeah. But this chick's wearing like super short shorts. Yeah, she got like the the old school running shorts on. Mm-hmm. Fucking, I think did she have like knee high like striped socks on? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a softball outfit. Yeah, like a, I think she had like a like a zip up track jacket. Yeah, yeah, she definitely had that look. Yeah, right. I, it's all me, man. Well, I feel you on that. But anyway, uh, yeah, she uh, she gets it pretty good. She she dies in a fucking pretty brutal way. Um, but I love this movie too. Uh, the sleaze is definitely it's it's there. It's one of the better Fulci movies in my opinion because it, there's no like lag it's it's yeah it goes straight through 
Yeah, because, I mean, even, like... There's not a lot of room for story. No, no, it's just, like, you know, this dude's either making phone calls and dropping hints, like he wants to get caught, or he's killing people. And then people realize who it is once he starts quacking, and then the look on their face of just fear and distraught is just fucking great, man. So the whole movie, like, they lead you up the whole movie to fucking think, which you know... It's not going to be the two-fingered guy. Right. The dude missing the two fingers. But they... It's such a good build-up with it. Mm-hmm. Especially when the chick's in bed with him, and she's tied to the fucking bed, and he like falls asleep. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking DJ on the radio calls him out. Yeah. And then uh, she realizes... Yeah. Yeah. And that whole fucking scene, because that's still at that point, like... You're still thinking it's this dude. So it's like, fuck, she's going to get away, she's fucking going to get out. Yeah, she ends up fucking getting shanked in the fucking hallway anyway. Yeah, she does, which is horrible because she had a shred of hope. Yeah, like she was gone. She was out. She was like out of that room. She made it. She was out of that room and she was gone. And, and then fucking quack quack, <laughs> it just it destroys her. Oh yeah, for sure. And that's another thing that adds to like this movie has really good gore, especially if you have the fucking Blue Underground DVD. Because I watched the Vidmark VHS last night, and there's stuff missing. Is there? From the DVD, Because yes. that's the only copy I have. Shit, there's, there's stuff that's extended on the DVD. Mm. The Blue Underground one. But, so it has really good gore, and what adds to it is fucking the noises he makes while killing these chicks. Like the fucking duck sounds and everything. Mm-hmm. It fucking adds to it. Yeah. It's creepy. I it's love creepy. it, dude. Yeah, yeah me too. Fulci nailed it. The fucking scene and the uh I think it's like the next girl killed after the first one, it's like the second chick killed. She's in the dressing room. Oh yeah. No lights on. Right. Fucking just shanks her with the broken wine bottle. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, it's good. I think that this movie uh really showcased uh Fulci's diversity. Like he can do the zombie thing, he can do the slasher thing, he can do like a Jalo thing. He can do movies with good storylines, but this one was just sleeves from front to back and got a little bit of everything. In it was it. like a it's it's a it's a like Will said it's one of like arguably the best slasher movies, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like a mix between like a slasher and Jello film. It really is to an extent. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't have like that whole like murder mystery. I mean, it, it does, but. It's not 100% that. No. Right. The only other movie that I think that could rival this as being the best slasher is obviously Pieces. Yeah. Which is also, I think, Italian. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it has that whole fucking same feel. Same thing. The score, the feel, the way it's shot, and it's it's super Italian. And it's Jalo, you know, in a way. You know, and the kill scenes are brutal and everything, but... I mean, for the most part, I mean, people can give me shit on this, but Giallos are just fucking Italian slashers. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's just their their version of them. It's mm-hmm. how they do them, but it's pretty much that's what it is. And honest, I, uh, American slashers borrowed heavily from that. Because Giallos date back way far back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Before the American slasher exploded. Before they even got, like... I can't think of any titles offhand. It was before they even got really gory. Twitch of the Death Nerve. Yeah, fucking Bay of Blood. Bay of Blood, yeah. That, but I mean, even before that, like they were like giallos, but they weren't like heavily, like real heavy gore. No, but it was like the um, the way it's shot. Yeah. The like through the eyes of or you see, oh, you see other fucking hands. Yeah. Now, like peeping Tom, would that be? considered like the beginnings of that or that that movie is I, i've gotten into discussions with people about that movie because that movie is arguably the first slasher film i would i would agree but then people the argument is people say uh psycho and this came out it was supposed to come out like a year before psycho but i think it ended up coming out like around the same like right at the same time or like a year after but it was filmed like a year before was it? It was something like that. I can't remember. Psycho was 68. 
I think this was like 67, 66 or 67. Was I think it was peeping time. Yeah, I can't remember the exact. Uh, but it has like kind of the typical slasher elements. Mm-hmm. It has. But it was like it's like the the starting point for, which people say like no, well Psycho did it. Well, Peeping Tom kind of did it before. True. But Psycho had the uh, took it to the next level. Yeah. Bay of Blood took it to the even uh, higher level. Well, then even fucking look at Black Christmas. And that's a, that's the next one I was gonna say. Yeah, because that is stalker slasher. Well, so is Bay of Blood, but yeah. Um, and none of them were American films. Hmm. You know, was Peeping Tom a British? Was that that? No, oh, I think because it was banned in whatever country. It wasn't yeah, that movie got fucking. Uh, they kind of got screwed on that. He got blackmailed like big time. He got like ostracized for that. Um, oh, Peeping Tom. Well. Depending on when it was, it was. It says released seventy two, but I know it was. It was filmed before then. Yeah, it was because it got. Yeah, because when it got filmed, and they, it, 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 there was a reason it didn't get released. No, they didn't. They wouldn't allow it to be seen. I'm pretty sure. But I thought it was like 1960 though, or 61, years before Psycho. I could be wrong though. It could have been seven, like 67, 66. It was like. Yeah, it was either a few years before or right around the same time. But, like, Bay of Blood, I think Friday the 13th really took from Bay of Blood. Part 2, man. Yeah, Part 2 for sure. And, uh... (laughs) Fuck, Peeping Time 1960. That's what I thought. It was that far. Yep. 1960, and then Psycho was, like, 68. Yeah. Or 67. So yeah, it was a British film. And he, they basically he just got screwed. Yeah, because over there, fucking, even before the whole, uh, weren't they? Weren't they the ones that made the video nasties? Yeah, and even all that before too? the video nasties, they were. Oh, they've always been heavy they, on censorship. Mm-hmm. They're still heavy on censorship. Yeah. So yeah, dude, it came on sixty. I could have to. I'd have to read into exactly what prolonged it for twelve fucking years. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, it did. Psycho before Psycho. Yeah, pretty Elements much. of it. Yeah. Which is why people look at Psycho as the original, because... It actually got released, and people first. actually seen it. Yeah. And that was the one guy, I remember getting a discussion with this one guy online, and he, that's what he said. Well, Psycho's more known, and, you know, more people have seen it, so that'd be it. I'm like, well, that really doesn't matter. I mean, I guess you can go on release dates, then yeah, like, but... Mm. It got released before. It got made before Psycho got made. Yeah, it did. You know uh, what was really cool was uh, Turner Classic Movies. I seen Peeping Tom on Turner Classic Movies once, and in between, like after commercial breaks, they would tell, you know, footnotes on the on the movie and stuff, and that was that was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. And they, you know, showed it in full. So TMC tomorrow morning's fucking killer party. AMC. TMC. TCM. Turner Classic yeah. Movies. Uh, yeah. They're what? playing Killer Party? T- yeah, TCM. Tomorrow morning is playing Killer Party. Really? Yeah. I know sometimes they pull out some gems, like they did uh, the Miami Connection. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. I've fucking seen it on there before, dude. It's like, wow. You know, cool. Yeah, TCM. April Fool's like, Day, I think they've, they've done. Dude, fucking uh, Lewis doesn't know why they want it, but he ended up sending it to him. TCM wanted a copy of he had to send him like the digital file like at a like at a very they they're very specific on the file they wanted and how they wanted it he had to send him a digital file of i want to say black devil doll from hell really yeah and i'm like dude am i gonna wake up at like 4 a.m one day and tcm's gonna be playing black devil doll from hell no way dude <laughs> that's insane yeah i couldn't imagine fucking Tales from the Quad Dead Zone on TCM. Right. <laughs> That'd be fucking crazy, man. But, I don't know, they've surprised me. House by the Cemetery was on demand, TCM. I'm not kidding, dude. They were doing a whole Italian thing, I think, obviously. I think, like, I always I always check, but every time I look on what they're playing, it's always, like, what you'd expect TCM to play. Yeah. 
and I just think they pick like random times and it's probably like early Sundays or like super late nights on like Fridays or whatever they'll play horror stuff yeah well they used to do uh, silent movie Sundays yeah yeah, where they play silent movies, and sometimes you could catch like Nosferatu. Cool if they did like Vampire and Nosferatu. Yeah, they did. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. They around Halloween time, silent movie Sundays would be would be that. The like old Dr. Caligari and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, that was always cool. I used to know this dude uh, named Rory. He told me about it, and uh, him and his girlfriend would get like super stoned and watch silent movies. That was what they did. But around Halloween time, they would play horror movies, silent horror movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, pretty cool. Um, I wonder if they ever played Haksan. They had to have. Probably. I would assume they did. That's one of the more popular ones. It is. <coughs> yeah. They had in uh, Nosferatu. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then there was, like, Dracula movies back then that were silent movies, I think. Mm, yeah, I think there was a few. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, New York Ripper, man. Um, and speaking of Fulci, um, would 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 you consider that to be your favorite Fulci film? I honestly would. Yeah. Would you? Uh-huh. I yeah. love that movie. I mean, I, I'm just yeah. I mean, I, I love a lot of his other things. Like a lot of his other things are really high up on my list. Mm-hmm. But that one is probably my top film that he's done. Okay. Have you seen The Wax Mask? That is one. No, I have not. I remember Bob talking, or not Bob, Jimmy talking about it. And I was, yes. That's when I clicked. I was like, I don't think I've actually seen that movie. Yeah, I have it. I'll let you borrow it. It's a bootleg, but it's it's cool. And it'll ta- it'll throw you for a complete loop, dude. Oh, yeah. Nine. Okay. I don't know. I'm just seeing. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> little sign language here um the wax mask definitely check that out and argento had a hand in that okay yeah because fulci passed away oh okay so that was uh 90s yes it was like 96 96 is when fulci died something like that yeah and uh argento finished it i think don't quote me on that but he stepped in and he's like i want this movie to be completed and that I'm pretty sure how is how it went down, but that movie will throw you for a loop at the end. You'll be like, "What the fuck just happened?" <laughs> Jimmy told me that, and Jimmy, bless his heart, I've seen it all. I've seen so many movies that I've seen it all that it takes a lot for me to be like, "Holy shit, this movie has a true holy shit moment at the end." Like, what the fuck did I just watch? Like, it's I'm cool. In, I'm intrigued. Yeah, I'm intrigued now. Yeah. I'll let you borrow it. I have to dig it out. I was looking for it the other day and couldn't find it, but I I know I got it somewhere. Um, New York Ripper, it's up there for me, but I'd have to say The Gates of Hell, City of the Living Dead would probably be my favorite. That would be my other. That was kind of when I hesitated. I was thinking of that one, but New York Ripper would still. Sleaze Factor. Oh, sleazy as as all hell. That's what does it for me. Yeah. Bob actually just got... A Fulci collection of the zombie movies. Yeah, yeah, on DVD through. Not Blue Underground. Was it Shriek Show or something like that? Yeah, Shout uh, Screen Factory or Screen Factory. And uh, I told him to check out Zombie Three, which is actually Zombie Two, because it's fucking awesome. It's killer. After that, I think there's five or six of them. Yeah. Uh, four, five, and six have nothing to do with Fulci. No, but Zombie Three, awesome. The only thing about it is you, you can notice that they splice in different parts. There's different quality, like throughout the movie, because <laughs> he just spliced a bunch of stuff together to get the movie finally fucking done. It, it wasn't done until '88. Yeah. So the sequel was like ten years after the first one, but I like it. I think it's pretty cool. Kind of has a kind of has a Hell of the Living Dead feel to it, or Night of the Zombies. Okay, like kind of I don't know, really poor dubbing on the voices. Yeah, you know what I mean. Which I love. I love <laughs> yeah, it. Me too. But the zombies are fucking pissed. The gas station zombie. Holy shit, man! Like he he moves. He's pretty limber. <laughs> he. uh 
Yeah, no joke. And that's where they first got the idea for the birds, too. I think the fourth one was the birds, or the fifth one was the birds. The fifth bird. one was fucking, like, uh, birds of prey. Birds of prey. And the third one, the birds actually start pecking at people, and they become zombies. Pretty cool. But, um, yeah. Uh, I think that might be... I think that should be probably good enough. I mean, we've... Without us having notes... Yeah, not bad. A no-note episode, man. Not bad. Everything is just off, off the top of the head. Yeah. As far as, like, you know, time. Not yeah, bad. like... I felt like we did a good one. Yeah, yeah, not bad. I think we need, uh, we need to drink some beers in celebration. We do. I think we might have to throw that nuke record on. That sounds good to me. I'm kind of feeling it. I haven't listened to it in a while, so... Neither have I, actually. But uh, anything cool coming up that we might be going to or uh, nuke is playing uh the 29th at Corktown. yep nuke 29th at Corktown with savage master and lady beasts yep and i want to say there's a few more shows and why the fuck can't i think of them i always forget what fucking shows are going on um trying to think i know that that's like the next one I'm sure there's some in like Dude, the Iron Maidens I forgot about that show, the Iron Maidens Oh yeah, Harpo's <laughs> On 22nd, is the next Thursday Are we going? I don't know Maybe Yeah, maybe One <laughs> mind seeing it but Yeah, same here I hate, You know how I feel about Harpo's I know, but it's going to be empty, dude There's going to be nobody there It's a Thursday night <laughs> So... Um, I'll do my best to talk you into that. And um, who knows? Maybe we'll go see the Iron Maidens. What am I checking it out? It's probably probably a good show. Yeah. You still have yet to see Maiden Live. I have yet to see Maiden Live. Yeah, they're fucking, they're really good. I think they're touring uh, right now. They're not even coming here. Raphael went and seen them last night. I think all my like Indiana and Ohio friends are posting about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they didn't come here. Whatever. Fuck it. Last time I seen them was uh, they did the Seventh Sun album. Seventh Sun tour? Yeah. With Alice Cooper. It was pretty cool. Finally got to see Alice Cooper. They should do a tour with uh, Deanna. Just let fucking Bruce just be the pilot. Yeah, just fly him around. Just fly him around. Let fly Deanna him back, back home when he wants to go home. Just do the fucking first two albums. Yeah. Do that tour. And I will fucking be at every show. With Priest. <laughs> Dude, that would be devastating. The first two Maiden <laughs> albums with Judas Priest. Yeah. And they can alternate who headlines every night. Because it really doesn't matter who headlines. Both bands are fucking awesome. Yeah. But Priest can't play anything from, like, Nostradamus or anything like that. It's got to be, like, <laughs> Hellbent for Leather and fucking, you know, the good, the classics. You know, fucking class and they shit. They can do fucking painkiller. There you go. And they back. can do defenders of the faith. Painkiller and back. Painkiller and back. Yep. Was Nostradamus after painkiller? Yes, it was. It was. I have like no idea when the that album came out. I know. <laughs> I celebrate their entire catalog, but and Nostradamus wasn't bad, but you know, it's not worth me going into. So yeah, you know what I mean. Painkiller and back. But, uh, all right, yeah, that's it, man. We're going to drink some beer and spin some records and shit. So thanks for listening, and uh, hopefully we reach a, a broader audience. I've been mentioning to people. Yeah, if you guys want to get a hold of us, we are, I mean, basically we're only on Instagram. Yes. Uh, burnt Offerings underscore podcast is our Instagram. Um, we actually have an email account, which this one was tricky to track down for some fucking reason. So I had to settle for... Burnt Offerings Contacts. Contact. Burnt Offerings Contact. All one word. At gmail.com. If anybody wants to like drop us a line. Cool. For any reason. Yep. You'd be surprised. Like, I went through every fucking iteration of like Burnt Offerings Podcast. All, I couldn't. Nothing. Because I guess there's already a Burnt Offerings Podcast. And it's like some... Like religious fucking podcast, it doesn't even exist anymore. Sorry, but they man. have that email address. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> that sucks. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, it happens. 
but until next time be cool we'll see you yep see you guys